0: Are high insurance rates dragging you down? Call Randy King at 817-226-5464. Welcome to Friday Night Football oh, oh, Podcast. quarterbacks today. I got Terrence Johnson with me today. How you doing, Terrence?
1: Doing good. How you been? Haven't seen you since uh, the championship run, uh, high school football, last December.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm doing good. Doing good. We also have our producer today, Randy Edwards, doing the recording for us. Appreciate him. Today, we're going to talk about the top five quarterbacks in the DFW area. A lot of talent, a lot of wealth of talent. Terrence, I'm going to start with you. Who's the number five guy on your list?
1: Well, on my list, we're going to go way up north. here, 75 to a town called Melissa High School. It's Brendan Lewis. He's a four-star dual-threat quarterback. He's already committed to Colorado. Standing 6'3209, so that speaks a lot about his height and size being a dual threat. Kind of a sleeper because you don't too much hear about, you know, Melissa High School or any other schools up there because of the powerhouses down here. So that was a hidden jewel that I find put him number five on my top 20 list of recruits.
0: Yeah, he's a he sounds like a great talent. Uh, number five on my list is Braden Thomas from Saginaw Boswell. He threw for over. 2,200 yards last year led them into the first round of the playoffs he's a dual threat quarterback some people have questions about his arm but he proved them wrong during his uh, junior campaign he's got real accuracy got a cannon for an arm and he really knows the offense and runs it well and he's a three star athlete, three star quarterback, he has a lot going for him And I think he can do some real good things this season. And you talk about DFW area quarterbacks kind of just being a wealth of talent in this area. Yes. Number four, Terrence, I'm going to go to you. Who's number four on your list and what do they bring to the table?
1: Okay, this is another hidden jewel on my list. The reason why I rank these guys, you know, down in this area is Deuce Hogan out of Grapevine (laughs) Fetan. Christian School. He's a four-star athlete. Now, mind you, this guy's six-three as well, pulling about 197, almost 200 pounds. He's committed a hard commit to Iowa, so that lets you know he's not going to change his mind. The Hawkeyes got something to look forward to, you know, into Drew Hogan with Grapevine Christian. He's a pretty big, big kid with a nice, strong
0: arm. My number four, I'm gonna go to a familiar place, Lake Ridge High School. A.J. Hawkins, Coach Thor has produced three straight Division One quarterbacks in Jet Duffy, Jason Bean, and Chandler Rogers, and he says really good things about A.J. He thinks he could be the best of the four quarterbacks. Now he only got he only played a couple games behind Chandler his junior year, but against Mansfield High, he threw for over three hundred yards and four touchdowns. So that shows you kind of the kind of quarterback he is and the kind of kid he is. He's a great leader. And one of the things I saw this spring when I went to their practice, he really knows how to run an offense and command his offense and lead them down the field. And he stands about six feet, 175, maybe 180. But he really reads the field well, and he has a whole bunch of weapons around him but I think one of the things that most impresses me about him is his arm because a lot of times you see a quarterback around 5'11", 6 feet. They don't have as strong as an arm, but A.J. has a really good arm, sharp, accurate, and makes the right reads. I feel like he's going to have a special season, and you're going to see him get recruited a lot. Um, he has a couple Division II offers, but he's also has interest from TCU, In Texas Tech, he hasn't been officially offered, but people are starting to show interest in him as a late candidate because he had to sit a year behind Chandler. But he's going to bring great things to the table.
1: Yeah, I was about. Oh, go
0: go ahead. ahead, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Thor is known for producing quarterbacks. Three straight Division One, and there's no doubt in my mind he'll be the fourth.
1: Yeah, I was about to, you know, speak on his size. There, I know you mentioned he was 5'10", but then you say he also has a big arm, and then of course, Coach Thor. So I'm like almost like quarterback you over there. I'm going to give you some props being that you're an alumni for Lake Ridge. Yeah. Like you said, he has a lot of talk, TCU, Texas Tech. As we know, Jeff went to Tech, so there's a pipeline running right there. And, of course, uh, Gary Patterson just around the corner there. So that, that may be something to keep an eye out on since you brought that up. He sat behind Chandler for a year, so he's really probably studied the game. And that big arm just going to help him more. And then with a great coaching Thor.
0: Yeah, you talk about quarterback you, also wide receiver you. He has a lot of great weapons that are going to make him look good this season, too. And so I'm going to go to number three on your list, Terrence.
1: Number three on my list. Now we're cooking here. I got a little more to talk about. I have Ken Seals as a three-star commit to Vanderbilt. Another yeah. six-three quarterback, 203 pounds. We're going to give him 205 you know, he's one of the guys that plays with True Buzz. I've seen Ken Seals in action. I interviewed him before. Nice kid, has a good father figure in his life that keeps him grounded. Uh, he's pretty tall. He has a big arm as well. He's going to have some weapons up in Weatherford, another sleeping school. But he made some noise with True Buzz in the 7-on-7 seven seven tournaments, you know, throughout the year as we went to one. I believe it was real cold out that time we went. He looked pretty good in the cold. So I, I know he can ball uh, in the dry weather or the hot or the heat or whatever you want to call it. But to see him out there shining in the cold, that lets me know Vanderbilt's about to get a great commit in Ken Seals' three stars. The stars really don't mean a lot to me. I don't know, you know, how they come up with these three-star, four-star, five-stars because you could have a, a hidden jewel in the rough. Just like you mentioned over at Lake Ridge, I didn't know about that quarterback. So it'll be a, a bunch of hidden jewels, you know, coming out here as, as these quarterbacks continue to grow. Yeah, you never
0: know. You talk about hitting jewels. you never know who has to sit a year or who has to wait their time to shine. And you talk about Ken Sills, he's also number three on my list. You talked about his height, but I think another thing is his vision across the field. He sees things before it even happens, and he he has a great vision. He visualizes things, and he knows how to run his offense, as we saw in the True Buzz 7v7 tournaments. Yeah, he got a great clock upstairs. And he talked about a great father figure to ground him and really teach him the ropes of working hard and earning everything. Yes, sir. Let me go to you now. What's, what's your number two quarterback? My number two quarterback is Chandler Morris Highland Park, Arkansas's commit. You know. You sure didn't copy off my dad. paper? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to his dad up in arkansas i think he'll be a great fit there but obviously we saw him uh, lead his team to a state championship he, he sat behind john stephen jones in the previous years and he seemed to learn a lot from him but i really the one thing i see from him is his athleticism really shows it's it's a sneaky kind of athleticism
1: oh, yeah definitely. You, see him,
0: <laughs> you see him run break those tackles and really cut up field and he has great vision. Obviously he has a great arm, great accuracy, and he can really throw the rock and he knows how to run an offense. And it helps to have your dad as a head coach at Arkansas kinda teaches you the ropes of how to run an offense and you can really study and learn at home also.
1: Yeah, I I wanna differ with that. I want to say Randy Allen may be a big part of that reason. Oh yeah he came back out of out of retirement. You know, we've been watching Chandler for not for years, but that season he had, you know, last year put up 4,000 yards passing. He's only 5'10. We speak of, you know, like like the kid over at Lake Ridge, 5'10. Chandler's only 172. Like you say, committed to Arkansas. He's swifty. It don't even look like he can make the moves he move when he be moving, but he be moving. He he fakes people out. He gets to the end zone. He can read defensive. He can throw that ball. He got one of the nicest deep throw spirals. Like you say, he sat behind John Stevens and learned. I, I want to see how this is going to pan out when he goes up to Arkansas and have to compete on another level with yes. John Stevens. Not taking anything from John Stevens, but I've seen Chandler let that thing fly, and he got some nice wheels. So yes. that's going to be interesting to follow this kid, not only to Arkansas, but I'm looking to see what these Scots going to put together. i have never underestimate them. A four-peat could be in the making for the Highland Park Scots.
0: Yes, it could. He had a special kind of season last year, and you talk about Randy Allen and what he's done there. I experienced it two years in a row at Lake Ridge. They bounced us out fourth-round playoffs two years in a row, and he really gets those quarterbacks ready to go, and I think Randy Allen really helped Chandler get have a great season this past year, and I think they're just going to build on that, and we'll see if they can get a four-peat. Yes, sir. So I'm going to go to you. Your number one quarterback in the DFW area, who is it?
1: My number one quarterback in the DFW area will be, drumroll, <laughs> Jaquendon Jackson from Duncanville. Even though he's committed to Texas, you know how yeah. I feel about that. Jaqueline yeah. Jackson, uh, I don't know if he's a dual threat, triple threat. He, he's a little bit of everything. The only thing, I don't take anything from his passing. They don't pass too much at Duncanville. He had a, a roughly under about 2,000 yards passing, but he did everything on the ground with his feet. Uh, they had a good running game, especially a defense that complimented him. If he goes to the next level down to Texas, maybe they'll use some of that ability and skill set he has. But I'm also hearing he may be a defender because the kid is big. The kid can flat out run and. I was there. I mean, we all was there when North Shore came back and pulled the unthinkable. But the kid that team on his shoulder, he grinded it out. I mean, he he can't make up for what happened in the end. You know, it was just one of those games. Hopefully Duncanville can get back. They added a couple of pieces to the defense. They still have a powerful running back. They're still gonna have a couple of receivers. Duncanville's always known. I mean, not Duncanville, but Reginald Sample's always known to have speedsters and athletes on his squad. So just look for them to keep mashing the gas. Uh, like I say, he committed recently here uh, to Tech. He's only 6'2", two listed, two-nineteen. Out of all the quarterbacks, he's the biggest. So he may be a bruiser, and and defensive defenders probably wouldn't want to be on the early end receiving that 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 bruising yeah, that he's for sure. Be bringing, he brings because he runs hard like a Mack truck. Mm-hmm. Who's your number one? Let me guess. <laughs> To Clinton
0: Jackson as okay.
1: well. Okay. See, great minds think alike. One, two, <laughs> you
0: get that. You talk about to Clinton. To me, he's really strong. He has a strong upper body, but to me, what makes him so great is his lower body. He's so explosive and strong, and he's really speedy. And he knows how to use his speed. He knows when to turn it on. He knows when to kind of go softer, hesitate, make a move, make people miss. But the one moment I'll never forget, they're playing Lamar at Newsom Stadium, third round of the playoffs. He's driving down the field. They're on the 50-yard line. Four dudes from Lamar have him at least five yards behind the line of scrimmage. And he breaks out of all of them. And downfield, there's three more. He makes a couple moves, makes them miss. But the one thing that impressed me is really his legs. He, he must squat a lot because he's really explosive and – he were, I know he works on that a lot to me. He, I, I just think he's a great athlete. I like to see what they do with him at Texas and obviously what he can do his senior year, see if he can bring a state championship home to Duncanville, see if they can avenge the loss against North shore and also get Reginald samples that championship.
1: Yes. He, he definitely deserves a championship coach samples been through a lot here almost on the verge No reason he shouldn't have four on his one hand right now, but hopefully, Duncanville Panthers be able to bounce back and, and, you know, do the honors and give Reginald Samples that championship.
0: And I want to talk to about a couple of out of DFW quarterbacks. I know you probably know this one pretty well. He won a state championship at Longview. He's Competing in the lead eleven right now, Haynes okay. King of the oh, Longview Lobos.
1: Haynes King, I cannot forget Mr. King. Very tall, very big arm, and the very countryside of the Lobos. I, I like that when we when we was at that game. that brought back a lot of memories from me growing up, seeing Bobby Taylor, the only you know Longview Lobo that I've knew of. But for, for them to come out here, just the whole team and you know his dad's the head coach. All of that just clicked, and it's like. These guys are for real in their own for East Texas. He was he was proud. Never seen a kid just really cry. You know he was so excited. He had a big game, and you're right, man. He's 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 ready to pour it on again. So hopefully we can run back into them Longview Lobos come state state uh, the state run there.
0: Yes, he has. Right now he's a key target for Texas A&M. They're really recruiting him hard, and he's really thinking about going there. Oh, Jimbo Fisher. Yes, sir. He's really. And he's also competing at the Elite Eleven right now. As is Chandler Morris and Hudson Carter, the Lake Travis Cavaliers. They're representing Texas well at the Elite Eleven. And okay. right now Hudson and uh Haynes are at the in the top two quarterback ratings right now, see if they can compete it out. But you talked about Haynes, his emotion. I watched those games, uh The state semifinals and state finals. Uh, He showed a lot of emotion, but he also showed he knows how to weather the storm. He knows when things get difficult how to make a play and change the momentum of the game. I saw that against Tuscosa when the momentum was changing. He made a play. And you talk about athleticism. He can run. Yes, he can. Just like Chandler.
1: He's He's long legged. Those, lo- those legs make up for all of that yardage. It's just like he's not moving, but his stride and the length and the tallness. So he, he has an advantage when he's in open field.
0: And you, talk, you talked about his arm. He's got a cannon of an arm. He knows. Obviously, Longview runs a little more of an old-school offense. They run under center. They can run they run shotgun. They run pistol. They run it all. And he really ran that offense well. And I feel like he's a really good game manage, game manager. He knows how to manage the game, how to work the time, and how to lead his team downfield. He knows he's really smart. He's very decisive with what he does, and he knows, he knows the game really well. And I think his dad is really proud of him for what he's accomplished, and they're looking to get back to that state championship next year. Yeah, he's
1: definitely uh ready to not ready now but eventually we will see that kid on Sundays. Like you mentioned, good game management, plays on the center, plays pro style, shotgun doesn't matter, has his dad in his corner, another kid that has a father figure that's you know that's that's close to his dad and like I say the emotions very poised kid and a, a good player overall, like good sportsmanship. So, I want to follow this kid career as well. Like I say definitely we probably will see him on Sundays.
0: Also, you want to talk about uh, Longview. For the, shout out to them getting their first state championship in 81 years.
1: Shout out, Lobos.
0: Really great thing for them. Really great for them to – they packed that stadium in green. It was full of the Lobos faithful. Oh, yeah. And Isn't that
1: – I'm sorry to cut you, cut you short from that. What was that team, the Zebras – Uh. That, was it a 3A school? Grandview, Grand, yeah. Those two schools, it seemed like they came up with some intensity of not leaving that stadium without that championship, you know, interviewing both of those kids as well. It was just a good joy to see those kids real hungry, not stubborn, not big-headed, you know, willing to talk to us and everything. Yes. So I do look forward to seeing those those schools, you know. I caught the tail end of those games, well, the zebras game, but man, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing both of them come back to Jerry's world.
0: You talk about intensity. It's very key that you bring that attitude that you're not leaving that stadium without a ring, and you're not going down without a fight. Because you really, it's really tough road to just get there to Jerry's world in December. Everyone's banged up. It's really just about who wants it more. And those schools showed that intensity and brought it back to their hometowns. Yes, sir. Another quarterback, Lake Travis seems to have a lot of quarterbacks that go Division One. Obviously, Baker Mayfield. Obviously, he played quarterback for the Browns. I want to talk about Hudson Card, the UT commit. I got a chance to cover him against uh, Martin in Arlington. And the one thing I saw about him, he reminded me a lot of Colt McCoy, but with a stronger arm. Uh-huh. And he really picked Martin apart. Obviously, Martin had a down season this year, but he really showed he led them to the state semifinals. Obviously they lost to obviously they lost to North Shore and the States to the eventual state champs. But Hudson brings a lot to the table. He's also competing against Haynes and Chandler at the Elite Eleven.
1: Just a lot of big arms out there. I mean, Texas high school football, if it's nothing else, quarterback play and you know, these seven on sevens and all the camps now, it helps these kids more. You know, things are different from when I grew up, of course. They got more training, more teaching, more coaching and more, more attitude to want, you know, to be great. And like I said, it's a lot of a lot of quarterbacks out here, like, you know, my like my number five up in Melissa, dual threat kids, six three, two oh nine. I'm gonna be watching out for Colorado. You know, I kind of wish they were still in the Big Twelve. Bring all the all the schools back to the Big Twelve, you know, that was there so we could have north and south and make this thing fun again that's one thing i I miss about you know big 12 having colorado and other schools missouri that's not in there because you don't really get to see those schools because they're not really main stages and then you know the big schools get main uh get the main pub and tv play
0: yes sir they do and you talked about a quarterback guru lake travis charlie and michael brewer became before at LT, then Baker Mayfield, and now Hudson. It seems like they have a new person in there every year ready to lead the Cavaliers to victory. Obviously they lost in the state championship the year before, and Hudson will be looking to lead them back. Interesting story. His sophomore year, he played receiver, and then the state championship, starting quarterback goes down. He goes in at quarterback. He was the backup quarterback, and then he almost leads him back to victory, and now he's one of the top rated quarterbacks in the nation, and he's really thriving. And the one thing that impressed me the most about him is his speed. You talk about it's there's nothing there's nothing underrated about him, but if one thing was, it's his speed because some people look at the way he's built he's six one about 175, maybe 180. But he really knows. I think the one thing a lot of these kids know how to use their body and they know how to real, kind of like fend off defenders from tackling them. Yes, sir. And you talk about, I want to talk about another quarterback. You talked about him earlier, uh, Deuce Hogan. Yeah, Deuce Hogan. Hogan. Christian, the Iowa commit. Mm hmm. He's drawn, I think, I I watched some of his film. I'm going to draw a comparison here. I compare him to Baker Mayfield a little bit. He's a little taller, but the way he plays, the tenacity, the passion, his attitude that he's the best and nobody's going to stop him, that Baker Mayfield mentality. Obviously, he's taller, but they have a similar throwing motion and they can both run. They're both very smart. Yes, sir. And I think that's one of the big comparisons right there. You have any shout-outs you want to give to anyone? Uh, let's see here.
1: Uh, not too many big shout-outs right now. I mean, I I just can't wait until, you know, the season starts. I know we're in July right now. Uh, I've been watching a lot of little baseball here lately. I kind of stepped away from, you know, the heat and been doing some other things. But I guess we can speak of shouting out to Oklahoma. You know, I'm going to go home with it. Because Mm -hmm. the the committing there, uh, they have a commit from a quarterback. Well, he's coming from Georgia. 2021 commit, so he's still in high school. Right now, he's a junior. Right now, I mean, we have quarterback you going on. You still have Spencer Rattler there that yet to touch Mm -hmm. the field. Uh, They have Jalen Hurst. You know, all these kids are well, not all of them, but Jalen's a Texas kid, and then you also have a commit. I'm gonna go to the defensive side of the ball and we're gonna talk about True Buzz a little bit because we have Ryan Watts. He committed to OU, I believe, yes, back. Sir, on Easter. Uh Ryan Watts plays for True Buzz 707, shut down corner to me. Pretty big, big w- wingspan. So that's gonna be interesting to see. And I didn't mention this kid, Jahari Rogers.
0: Oh, I know yes, he's sir.
1: an athlete. I know he plays quarterback, defense, and you know, quarterback, but he's supposedly he's gonna be recruited as an athlete he has has a OU TCU Florida Arkansas and others offer so it's going to be very interesting to see if he lands up in OU the kid can fly but he will be a defender probably a safety because the kid can play safety as well yes, kind of true. remind me of your boy uh, Jalen Cathlon the two-way player yeah play, you know safety and a uh, quarterback I remember interviewing him during that Highland Park game when it rained and you know he was out for the season he Good spirited kid as well.
0: I love to see him at the next level doing his thing as well. And another True Buzz guy, we talked about him earlier Ken Sills. He really did, had a great summer and showed why Vanderbilt believes in him so much. And I think he did a great job of showing what he can do on the 7v7 circuit this summer with True Buzz. Shout out to them giving those kids looks and giving them opportunities yes sir and you talk about i want to talk about Jahari a little bit you talk about an athlete who can flat out fly You talked about you think he'd play safety i really think that i heard this year he's not going to play quarterback that he's going to play safety a little bit of corner but mainly safety that arlington high has a younger quarterback that's going to play but if he doesn't if he underperforms they might go back to Jahari, but i think he's going to have a special season and a special career at whatever college he chooses
1: yeah he definitely have a a special career uh what was the uh kid uh came out of texas transferred i believe did he go to smu uh the bushels kid
0: oh shane Bouchelle.
1: yeah did he land up at smu
0: he landed at SMU, yes. SMU. So
1: that's that's going to be another interesting thing, you know, to see him team up with a, a running back out of South Lake, T.J. McDaniel. Yes. SMU look, look like they're trying to build up some things, you know, too as well there. So that's going to be pretty interesting to see how that pans out. Maybe he lands a starting job and Texas could be like, like look what we let get away from us.
0: Yeah. it's a special player. I think one of the things – they looked at it. They had Ellinger, obviously, but I feel like Bouchelle had earned his spot, but Ellinger took it from him. But Bouchelle brings a lot of good things to the table for his oh, team, and yeah, I for think his- he's going to help SMU. Obviously, you talked about his height. He's not very tall.
1: Right. But he's but very he has athletic. Big
0: he played baseball in high school at Lamar. Um, hey, it's-
1: and his dad's the Rangers baseball coach, yeah. so there, you have it. They're going to arm strength.
0: Mm-hmm. My like dad has a, a great player. relationship with his dad. He coached some of his younger sons in the hey. old days at Lamar. Well, tell he, your dad, <laughs>
1: <laughs> tell your dad to tell Bouchelle to get us in that Rangers game. Doing <laughs>
0: seasons over with, so we can have some yeah. fun there. Yeah, you talk about Shane Bouchelle though. He's a special kind of player. I, I'm rooting for him to have a great senior season at SMU, and we'll see what he can do. We're definitely locked in to him. And obviously you talk about OU getting all these commits from recruiting down in Texas, and you talk about Lincoln Riley, obviously, known as a QB guru, obviously he's produced two straight Heisman Trophy winners, Baker, Kyler, and And Jalen Hurts is looking to be the next one.
1: You know, he went, went there for a reason. I don't look at it as, you know, you know, it's like you got five years to play your college ball, your senior year, you're not trying to be a backup so what's your best options now that this protocol thing is in that makes it better for these kids you know he's just trying to get to the top a heisman and be a high pick you know i can i can understand that but a lot of people are like oh how you gonna go there and play against alabama but you know it's like when you recruit these kids and the coach is sitting in your living room it's like you're telling the parents yeah this is my guy i'm gonna start he's gonna do this and then you end up losing your job maybe you got beat out but you know who wants to waste one year when you can go yeah. try to be great and come out on top you're already a champion so like you say lincoln riley's a guru uh you have uh Cliff Kingsbury as a guru. They both know each other. They Kingsbury produced Patrick Mahomes. He's another Texas quarterback. That's why I say that about, you know, Lincoln and then Kingsbury. People are like, well, Lincoln's gonna leave OU. No, Lincoln's not leaving OU because OU's paying him like almost a million dollars every time he stays. And he has to win some hardware. He wouldn't wanna just get up and go to the league like that. Unfortunately for Cliff Kingsbury, it's, it's a little different the way he did it to get to the league. But they're still gurus of the game. And I'm interested to see what Kyler do as well. A lot of people slept on him, you know, from his high school days to college days. And he one hit at OU champion, Heisman, and rode on number one pick. So it's going to be very interesting season.
0: One of the great Texas high school football quarterbacks of all time, if not the greatest Quarterback of all time in Texas, three straight state championships at Allen. I think Uh, he's going to have a great career in the NFL. I think he's going to prove a lot of people wrong about his height because he definitely will. He definitely, obviously, we saw at Allen. He has a cannon of an arm. He -hmm. plays, he played baseball at OU. He got drafted by the A's, but chose football. I think he's going to show a lot of people his arm strength. I think that's one thing people are looking to see out of him, and I think they'll get it.
1: And from a little birdie, I was told the A's wanted him to pitch. Yeah. Could have played a factor, too. So Of course. Factor. The, of course the money. <laughs> he made more signing money with going to football than he would, you know, playing in the A's. and Playing baseball, you have to grind. You, you're down in the AAA. You know, they could send you down any time. I mean, if he just yeah. was a – true baseball player where he just played all his life and just had big numbers, and I'd be like, yeah, but a lot of people are like, oh, go baseball, you make more money, but they not understand it. You got people that come from, you know, overseas that plays this game, that really grinds it out and hit hard and, you know, have good numbers, and then you got a kid that just kind of play it for, for fun because he likes it, but, you know, it, it's hard to make it in baseball. Football was a good choice for him, no matter what people say. I mean, yeah. it's already proven. You mm-hmm. know, go with your, your passion and go with, passion. you know, what's better for you.
0: And then before we wrap up, I want to talk about one more quarterback. He's class Another of 2021. One? <laughs> he won the won state championship against Dunkville. Duncanville, Demetrius Davis oh. of hey, North Demetrius Shore Davis. High School. Mm-hmm. Special kind of quarterback. He won MVP of the state game, over 500 yards passing. He's really emerged. He has offers from Alabama. Florida OU, all those schools. He's really special, special oh, yeah. kind of player, obviously, to throw, do what he did to that historically great Duncanville defense. He had to be a special kind of player to do that.
1: Oh, yeah, he's a, he's a special player, and he also gave, uh, you know, homage to Clinton and Jackson. I interviewed the kid, and he was like, he say, man, you know, it wasn't even about him out. We talked, you know, congratulating him. And he was like, Man, that kid Jaquendon Jackson, he's the next Cam Newton. He's raw. Yeah. So, you know, for him to, you know, be so humble. I like the kid. He was poised too. I mean, all of those kids were the poised. I never really run into any kids down there that's kind of big headed or, you know, talking smack. That's that's one thing I like about Texas high school football. And I hope they carried it on to college and on to
0: the next level and set examples for the future. Yes, sir. He's a very humble kid. Very strong arm, very accurate, and he's still got two more years left. So, oh yeah, what he can do to close out his last two years of high school of his high school career, sir. That's going to be all for today, Terrence. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Friday Night Glory Sports, Randy over there producing. Yep. A big shout out to Randy Edwards, our producer. Uh, Shout out to the whole.
1: Uh. Sorry, I'll be over talking you like we need to play by play. Shout out to the whole Friday Night Glory family there. Can't wait to see you guys.
0: Yes, sir. Football
1: season, Frank up.
0: Shout out to them. Shout out to all our listeners. Thank you. And we're going to be doing this every week. We appreciate it. FridayNightGlory.com. We're out.